0: everyone! Welcome to Mama Pang's Parenting Podcast, and this is the first podcast that I've done since we started with this COVID nineteen pandemic. Um, the others were pre-recorded, and we're going to switch up the order. and Hopefully, this will be released next Monday. So, um, first of all, thank you all so much for being listeners, and. Um, I certainly appreciate that you take time out of your busy schedule to listen. Uh, Hopefully the information is useful, helpful, and some comfort is found in it. Um, If you could, please subscribe, leave me a review, and consider sharing this podcast. I'd certainly like to get more traction out there and uh, increase the listenership. Um, So today's topic, we're going to be talking about how do we even explain all of this to our kids um you know it's hard enough for us trying to wrap our heads around what does this mean how does this affect us Um, what's tomorrow gonna look like there's just so much that's unknown and um that it this is uncharted territory um I think we haven't we haven't faced this I know in my lifetime so um it's new and it's unusual and so gosh how do we then share that um with our kids and what do we tell them and how do we maybe how do we define um a crisis and i think it's it's really important first to take into consideration um the age and development of your kids right Um, three-year-olds need much different information than 14 year olds Um, So I'm going to trust that you feel comfortable in that area um, developmentally. And, and, you know, five-year-olds in one concept, a five-year-old, you might have one that's very capable of bigger concepts for a five-year-old and some that just really aren't for a five-year-old. So again, I trust that you know your kids well enough to know maybe where they're at, what you can share in that way. But then it's the... How do I explain this? So, um, start with the level of development that they're ready for. Um, and, and I know kids tend to surprise us, right? You know, we're, I don't know, cleaning up something and putting stuff away and all of a sudden they are ready for what's the meaning of life. And you're like, wow. Okay. Sidelined. (laughs) Didn't see that one coming. Um, so sometimes they really surprise us and they're they're ready with a big question and we're kind of like doing something else but sometimes too um you know the the opportunity presents itself and you're like well now's now's a good time to to have this discussion um I'm I'm gonna try to liken this a little bit to what nine eleven was like and I know it's totally different, but it's the only major crises that, that I can come up with, and the age of our child, and, and where things were, and, um, you know, there were some, there were some big mistakes made there, and um, being that we're all self-isolating, or hopefully we all are, um, the, the tendency, like, the big issue uh, with 9-11 is that there were so many TVs turned on, at schools, and that was just so developmentally inappropriate for so many kids, and they were just subjected to it. You know, there was nowhere for them to go. Um, so I don't know. Um, thinking in those terms, you know, Mister um, uh, Rogers had it best, right? He he said it best that, you know, when there is a crisis, what you need to do is is look for the helpers. Because the helpers are everywhere, um, and and our our new level of who are the heroes and the helpers um, is we're figuring that out, and we realize it's it's much different. And these people are are brave and putting themselves out there every day. And maybe that's where you're coming from. Maybe you're trying to explain that because you are one of our brave heroes, and you're having to explain why. You're going into harm's way for us. Then, um, if you can't tell this, then I get emotional over this stuff. Um, so, sorry for the long pause. Um, so, we're we're trying to tell our kids what this crisis is, and and it's something we've never dealt with before. Um, you want to tell your kids the truth without going too deep okay so like I said the example for me would have been 9-11 and our kids were very or our child was very young it was a group of us uh, that had a group of play a play group we had our kids were all about the same age and um, you know I can remember you know reaching out to them because what do we want to do we want to have community in the time of a crisis and it was very much you know what do we what do we say and we had to boil it down to um, there were some bad people and they did something um, that hurt a lot of other people and killed some people and it was very sad and um, but we look for the helpers in this and so it was well who are the helpers well The helpers are the firemen and the paramedics and the policemen and then the the helpers are all around us people doing good things for each other um in this time of uncertainty and concern so it was really just boiling it down to the basics Um, i still think it's vitally important that we keep it honest and then age appropriate um you know developmental age appropriate and to start with the honesty can be a little, I think, scary for us because it's, um, it's going to show maybe our vulnerability. But I think our kids need to know that. They need to see us um, having real-life emotions, emotions they can go, oh, okay, you know, I get that. I understand that, you know, this is a little um, uncertain for all of us. But then see us working through it as best we can. And that includes um, letting your kids know that you're reaching out for help. That you're reaching out for support. Because this isn't something that you're um, maybe comfortable dealing with. Maybe you're struggling with it. Um, I think we all are. I think (laughs) I get tired of some of the posts sometimes because it's uh, things out there. Oh, you know, we're all so brave and we're all so... Yes, but you have to let them know that to get to the bravery, we had to uh, be afraid. We had to be uncertain. And so our kids, they need to see that. They need to see how these emotions work in real life. And so you're a good um, source for them to see, you know, not every day falling apart, goodness no, but you know, wow, this is hard. Um, I feel uncertain. I feel um, overwhelmed sometimes. But here's what I do to help myself go through that, right? Maybe this is when um, you're starting every day um, with meditation with your kids. We're going to have uh, a quiet five-minute meditation to start our day before we try to go, you know, do this uh Schooling from home, and me trying to do my work from home, or me looking for work from home. Um, You know, these are tools. Meditation is a tool. Um, Maybe you're explaining that uh, this is why every day we go on these long walks because it's really important to be centered and to take in the appreciation of, um, you know, the good weather that we've been having or that, you know, spring is coming or, you know, something along those lines. And we know that um movement, right, is so good for the body and it's so good for the mind. It's incredibly important. Um, we store our anxiety in our body. And so to help deal with that, we need to get out there and move. So you're saying to your kids, um okay, this is, this is kind of a crisis that our country's never faced before. And it's changed a lot of things. You know, we're working from home or maybe we're out of work. The kids are trying to do um, school from home. That's all new. Uh, we're not going to the babysitters anymore. We haven't been able to go do the fun things that we typically do. Everything has changed. So you're taking into consideration where they might be and also saying, you know, you can label it, this is um, a crisis. And here's how we move through a crisis. So we, we work on the things that we have control over, we feel our feelings, and then we, we try to move forward. Um, trying to explain a crisis to kids, um, I find it's really important just to be truthful. So it's What do we know? We know that this COVID-19 makes people sick and that um, it's a very serious illness that the doctors um, and scientists are working on and the best way to keep it from spreading to other people is that we stay home and do this thing called self-isolate. And then your kids are going to want to know, well, why does that help? And you just give them the explanation. Why does it help? You know, um, coughing and talking and being in communication with other people, we can share our germs, right? Because they, um, as we speak, you know, some of some of us are really bad at this, um, but it just in general, when you speak, droplets of of your saliva go into the air, or if you cough or sneeze, you can see them, right? Droplets go into the air. And that's how the COVID virus is spread. At least that's what we know thus far. And so by not being in big groups, by staying home, we're limiting how many people might end up having this illness. So it's truthful, it's developmentally appropriate, and it's just the facts. And that's what helps kids. Um, giving them the straightforward these are the facts and then this is how we're coping with it and I would also encourage you to leave room at the end of your conversation so that they can share their feelings maybe maybe your child is much more um you know they're they're introspective to some degree they're going to take that information nod their head yep okay mm mm-hmm I get it. Okay. And they're going to go back to whatever they were doing, whatever activity, you know, the game PlayStation or, um, you know, schoolwork, whatever they were doing, but it's, it's kind of ruminating. They're thinking, and they're going to come back later and want more information, or maybe as they're thinking, then their emotions well up and it starts to, to bother them. You know, that's natural. I mean, it's bothering all of us. Um, the important thing there is if your kids then are um, dealing with some big emotions that arise or maybe that's how this topic took off for you the need to talk to them is that they're big emotions you know they're they're more teary or they're more angry or they're more frustrated currently and so you're trying to come at it and have this conversation. Um, the That situation is when you need to not give information, um, not try to pass off their emotions. You need to sit with their emotions, with them. What they're saying there when they're having um, big emotions, so they're very frustrated and angry, um, or they're very sad and teary-eyed, those emotions require us to stop and help them hold those big emotions, right? kids aren't able to take in new information, learn something, and look for the good positive outcome until they can get through big emotions. Actually, none of us are, Um, but kids are a perfect example that those big emotions just well up, they take over, and you, you can't, you can't look for the good, right? Until you've had a chance to go, but I'm really angry about this. I don't get to see any of my friends, and I missed my friend's birthday party, and I, you know, all these things kids are feeling, it's it's normal. It's perfectly normal that they might be angry, frustrated, um, sad, overwhelmed. Um, So help them hold those emotions. Just sit with them. Wow, I really get the sense that you are super disappointed over all the things you've missed out on. I really get that you feel disappointed. I understand that it is disappointing, and just sit there, help them hold what it means to be disappointed, and then when they have gone through it, you'll you'll know. You can watch a child; they're they're frustrated, their body's tense, or they've been crying, and you know the outwardly sign of tears and sobs and and you know shaking. And as they calm down, as they get to a point where there's a release of all of that, you see it in the body. And that's when you just hold them a little bit longer. Let them go through the final phases of that emotion. And then after that, once you've held, then you can focus on, okay, yeah, boy, it has really been a month of a lot of disappointment. And that's tough. And I'm, I'm glad that we're making it through it. You know, do you want to talk about the good things that are gonna happen when all this is over? Do you want to make a plan about you know maybe you missed the child missed their birthday? I mean, celebration, right? The birthday's there. They had to put off their birthday celebration. So, you know, then you can talk about after you get through that disappointment of it, how can we make something fun of this? Right? Um, or they've gone through the tears. Um, of they're scared and and worried you get through all of that and then you can talk about well who are our helpers and what's what's being told to us um, as far as the advancement on the science and how we're looking for um, we're looking for a cure we're looking for a vaccine um, you know and you can find that information and share that with your kids So I certainly hope that um, this has given you some insight. And I want to encourage you, um, let your kids know that you're reaching out for support. Let your kids know that you don't have all the answers. That's okay. I mean, I reach out for my own support too. Um, I have my circle of support people that that help me. And I think we all need that. Um, And then if I can be of support, please reach out. Uh, I'll give you my number in this podcast so that if you want to reach out by podcast or (laughs) by phone call uh, that you can do so Um, and I'll also include um, an email address so if you want to reach out the numbers 574-386-7150 or you can reach out um, I believe it's in the descriptions but um, the email address is mama Pang's podcast at Gmail. So I appreciate it all. Stay well.